Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to a very special timing for our uh, podcast. Uh, some plans came up uh, for tomorrow, so our normal Thursday night 8 p.m. show is bumped to uh, today and right now. Um, hope you catch us uh, regardless of where you are watching us, whether it's live on uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook right now, Wednesday, as I'm talking to you at 8.35 Thank you for joining us in this impromptu thing. Or you can always catch us on uh, podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart Radio, anywhere you get your podcasts from. We're part of the Ontario Independent Wrestling uh, Network here in Ontario and the Johnners Podcasting Network in the UK. So everywhere you can find us, we are available. Uh, today we are going to just run down some of the events that have happened Lately, like Impact uh, Wrestling uh, Sacrifice, we're going to look forward to uh, the return of the NWA with uh, Back for the Attack. Look at some news. We'll uh, run down the Fastlane uh, card that's going to happen this Sunday as well as the NWA card. And then we'll give an update on the Ontario Indie March Madness tournament that uh, Stephen O'Neill and I have been running this whole month on our Facebook page. And speaking of Stephen O'Neill, we're going to bring him in from Toronto. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Oh, it's so just lovely. Don't don't lie. We don't have anything planned tomorrow. Just tell them the truth. We didn't want to fucking watch the shitty AEW and talk about it tomorrow. Well, Caused there's that stress uh, last week that I ha had a migraine for like four days. Yeah, that's why you didn't end up uh, joining because you knew what was coming. It can cause that, uh, oh, especially after pay per view and everything. Um, yeah, I got uh, NXT uh, on uh, in the screen uh, beside me, but uh, we'll catch up on anything that uh, is important for next week's show. And well, let's, uh, let's just tell them they've got there's a ripoff of the Four Horsemen coming on all petite, for, all abduction wrestling. Oh yes. Yes, they do like to do their abductions, and I think uh, your uh, spoiler right now, it's called Pinnacle. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I did hear that the uh, final match, the lights out thing with, uh, uh, what is it, Rosa and uh, Britt Baker, uh, I guess stole the show, but when you're able to do some uh, different effects without fans, whatever. That's uh, called Petty Theft. That's called petty theft, stealing that show. Yeah. So we're going to uh, look back at last weekend. Uh, just uh, look at uh, Impact Wrestling Sacrifice. Uh, Decay beat Reno Scum. 
Tennille uh, Dashwood or just Tennille and uh, Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. Why do I keep on spelling his name wrong? Caleb with a K uh, beat uh, Havoc and Nevaeh in a uh, intergender match there. Violence by Design beat uh, Saban and James Storm. Eddie Edwards beat uh, Brian Myers. Fire and Flavor retained the women's tag team or knockouts tag team uh, titles over Jordan Grace and Jazz. And I've heard that Jordan Grace possibly wants to leave and uh, go to WWE. Uh, Ace Austin uh, took the X Division title from TJP. Deanna Perrazzo retained her knockouts title over ODB by submission. Finn Juice, which is... Uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson from New Japan came over to Impact and took the tag team titles from the Good Brothers, which I didn't see that happening, especially with everything that AEW has been trying to set up with the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks. Uh, so I guess they're not going to be belt collectors on the tag team scene. They're having but, a rematch on the 24th of April. Also, maybe they'll get them back. But yeah, but, so that's yeah. Kind of, that happened. Rich Swan ended up taking all the gold by beating Moose and merged the Impact uh, Championship and the TNA uh, title, which just got reinstated by Scott Demore. So Rich Swan will go on to face Omega on April 24th at Rebellion for winner takes all with the gold. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to look at uh, that card because of what's leading up to that match on an impact uh, card, but with Omega doing his belt collecting. I'm actually surprised that they did that instead of having a no contest and do a three-way and have Omega take all the titles. And if he brings his uh, AAA title, just for that visual they'll want to do and uh, basically have a whole jizz session over uh, how much gold Omega is going to have. But I also found out that on the same night as WrestleMania night one, uh, Impact is going to do on Impact uh, Plus a hardcore justice uh, event. I don't know if that's a smart move by AEW, I mean, sorry, Impact Wrestling or not, because regardless, they're both going to be on a pay service. All right, especially thing in the U.S., you're going to get it on uh, Peacock for WrestleMania for five dollars or ten dollars if you're getting it commercial free, versus whatever Impact charges. I know it's seven ninety nine here in Canada to have it. Which one are you going to actually go for? You're already struggling to get uh, watchers on uh, for Impact, and you're going to go against WrestleMania. Yeah, that that. Why does my head hurt for that? Because they... I don't really get necessarily why they're doing this because they struggle to get people to watch their pay-per-views to begin with. And the next thing you know, you've got... You're going now against WrestleMania Night 1. And this is a pay-per-view concept, Hardcore Justice, that hasn't been done in, I think, six or seven years. It for, so, I just don't get it. 
So like, why not do it on the afternoon of that? If you want to be like how uh, a lot of wrestling companies do uh, around WrestleMania city and do a ton of events back to back, I could understand that and go fine, do it. But I think it's against it at the same time. It just doesn't. It is. And and let's get real. You, the looking at what WWE is already doing that week, Monday's the Raw, Tuesday's the Hall of Fame, Wednesday is NXT Stand and Deliver Night One, Thursday Stand and Deliver Night Two, uh, Friday SmackDown, Saturday's WrestleMania Night One, Sunday's WrestleMania Night Two. That doesn't include your Impact show on Tuesday. That doesn't include Shit Show AEW on Wednesday. That doesn't include MLW on that Wednesday. That doesn't include uh, AE, AEW Dark Elevation or ele- whatever they're fucking calling it on Elevation. Monday. That doesn't include Tuesday's AEW Dark. That doesn't include NWA Power. Power, if they have the show yet, because I know they're taping in uh, from the 21st to the 24th. So... And I'm sure God knows I'm missing all the independent shows that are happening down in floor, like at WrestleMania, all the Lord, there is not enough. No, uh, no. Like, I don't know how we're going to tape that week. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy week. Uh, we're going to figure that one out somehow. Uh, that's but also I mean, not including, you mentioned everything else up to WrestleMania night two, but there's the fallout on uh, Raw the next night. There's apparently going to be NXT on the Tuesday, probably because of uh, NHL hockey. So that's nine days straight of just WD content. Oh, and then you're going to have AEW on the Wednesday. MLW on the Wednesday, <laughs> your impact on the Tuesday, your elevation, your dark, your like, no, why? Why? I get it yeah. that you want to have another pay per view as an impact plus. Do it the week before. Yeah, they get some more eyes on them. Here's the thing like, I don't know how we're going to watch what we have to watch. Without ripping our hair out, I'm not adding a TNA pay per view to this. No, there is not enough hours going on. Like I'm already looking at my DVR DVR off of because I have uh, the WWE Network on uh, Rogers on like on the cable box. Oh Lord. I'm like, how in the hell am I going to do all this and still work? And it's not even counting all the specials that they might put out, the documentaries and the uh, Stone Cold sessions and all this other stuff. It's going to be an insane month of April. But anybody who can make it out without alcoholism is going to be a hero, really. (laughs) Well, we're, I don't like, I'm just looking and thinking. And then the WWE has those, uh, the BIA. Biography shows coming out on um, A and E, and then the Treasure Show right after it. It's a two-hour biography, and then 
I don't know if it's going to be an. I'm assuming an hour from ten to eleven. And I think that starts on the 18th or something. Yeah, which is great. I can record that. I can watch it at my leisure on the Monday. But I mean, I don't, and I, and then Impact has another pay per view on the 24th. Yeah, Rebellion. You don't. Oh, you don't Why? need to. Why do you need? Why do you need hardcore justice? Is beyond me, but that's happening. So uh, we've actually just run everything that's supposed to happen in April at the same time. So good luck, wrestling fans. Uh, we're going to try and keep up to date on as much as possible. I might have to recruit Jonesy to uh, watch some stuff and at least see what we can't. Just so there's that- not a fucking chance we're going to have a chance to watch half that stuff and still record. Yeah. Well, I think Thursday is our lifesaver slight bet. Uh, might be after uh, the paper, uh, like the uh, second half of uh, uh, NXT, but we'll see what we can do. Fuck. Uh, no, I can't. We're not going to keep at 10 o'clock plus late at night. Oh, Lord. We can uh, oh. maybe. We can maybe catch up and watch that uh, as it's happening. We'll we'll make it work out. Uh, just looking at some uh, news, there's actually not much uh, in the news that wasn't repeated uh, so many times. Nikki Bella ended up uh, posting a picture of herself getting back into shape uh, and back to her pre-baby uh, uh, form. She'd love to get back into the ring. Uh, and maybe even team with uh, Brie to go after the women's tag team titles. They they didn't exist when uh, they were wrestling, and so who knows if that's going to happen. They also want to do it when their kids are old enough, so that's a big question, but the biggest question is, will her neck even hold up? I mean, you can... We've seen there be uh, enough stuff you could do if she wants one match WWE wants to have her have a match you can have a cinematic match you can have things you if WWE really wants her to have a match you could have a match because we all know if Sting who's probably got one of the worst necks out there true and WWE does the cinematic matches Actually, I mean, the Sting-Darby Allen match, because Darby Allen did it with his, which was not bad, but WWE can do the cinematic matches a lot better. So if if the Bellas want to have a match, they will have a match, either a cinematic or something, yeah. if, if they want to, if WWE will let them have a send-off. Yeah, they're going to be part of the Hall of Fame uh, ceremony on the Tuesday uh, because it's a double shot, uh, and they were supposed to be part of the 2020 uh, class. Um, Drew uh, McIntyre accidentally dropped an F-bomb on uh, Raw Talk the other day, and I guess because of the seven-second delay, it got caught before it made it to public and got censored. But he was just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm Scottish. Uh, go figure. Uh, it's just part of vernacular. Um, so your thoughts on the, the fact that he's in sort of this setup with Seamus that's going nowhere because he's constantly beating Seamus, 
and getting an automatic title shot against uh, Lashley at uh, WrestleMania. I mean, I think we both called once Lashley won the or Miz got the title, it was going to be something different. I am excited to see Lashley McIntyre at WrestleMania because I actually think that will be a a a really really good match. I would I would guess that closes out night one, and you're gonna have Edge. Um, Roman close out night two, but I mean, I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to be surprising uh, with the lack of build in a way uh, for WrestleMania because right now we should have known more of the card, but I think they're going to go. Uh, steamrolling through that and just set everything up uh, as soon as um, this pa- this Monday coming up. They'll know a lot more. And I feel that the uh, card that's happening uh, Sunday, Fastlane, it could almost be basically a Saturday night's main event, just uh, setting up WrestleMania instead of it being a separate pay-per-view. It kind of is odd that they're doing that not, but not as much odd as because of, you're not paying for the pay per views anymore. No, it's, and it's, it's a, a and it's a setup for uh, them transferring over to Peacock, and it's a, a test run to make sure that's working. I guess in a way. I mean, I would much rather them call it something else than Fastlane. They could have done a Sunday Sunday night main event, so well, something that you could have. Even five years ago, they did the uh, Rico Center and called it Roadblock. So it was like a bump in the road to WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah. it is what it is. Uh, Bad Bunny also uh, kind of swore on uh, Raw this past week when he got hit in the back of the uh, with the guitar from Miz and went down. He ended up saying, Mama Bicho. And apparently that is Puerto Rican for basically yeah, translating into suck my dick. So uh, the censors didn't catch that one because apparently they're not Puerto Rican to uh, know uh, different languages. But uh, that's how we felt about uh, getting the guitar shot from Miz. Um, they're going to be uh, steamrolling that one probably to get the uh, tag team match for uh, WrestleMania with Miz and Morrison against Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest. Miro and Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford, and Corny, Jim Cornette, all in a little bit of a war of words on Twitter. Uh, Miro and company rallying fans to do a lot of tweets at Jim Cornette for basically calling Penelope Ford a slut. Uh, well, but that's well, call her a slut. But we're talking in character, and Cornette had a response on um, the drive-through. So, as a Jim Cornette fan, do you want to highlight all the bullshit that was going on with Miro and friends? Yeah. So Cornette, two. Two week, last week on the drive-through, 
or maybe the, I think it was last week, could have been the last week's experience that came out, not this last Saturday, but whatever. In the last week, he basically was talking about Kip Sabian, Miro, and Penelope. So he calls Miro the Bulgarian Bluto, which is the greatest nickname that he's given him. And he calls uh, Kip Sabian, Kip Sabian Pip. And basically, oh, it was it was the revolution because he was making fun of that match. And he says, Penelope Ford, um, it's Pip Sabian and his middle school slutty-looking girlfriend. Didn't call her a slut. Miro then says that he was going to drive to Cornette's basement and then and Kip would sit shotgun and then this week on so yes uh, yesterday when the drive through dropped Cornette spent about ooh, the first 30 minutes chewing Miro and Kip Sabian up and Penelope and spit them out and he basically said he wants them to keep challenging him because he'll just keep making fun of them and I mean he never called Penelope. He called the character. Well, he he said slutty little uh high middle school. He never called her a slut. It was the character, and isn't that Penelope's gimmick? She's exactly. not dressed like a like a holier than that angel. No, and the gimmick she had with uh, the bad boy Joey Janella or Jelly Nutella, uh, you know. It's her character, and they don't seem to be able to divide the character from the person in this regards. And she even uh, lashed out at uh, Corny for uh, the words that were used and brought up personal things uh, with his family. And he's just like, uh, my wife is not a public figure. Go away. And you guys are, and you guys are characters, and that's what he's talking about. So for people who, I guess are going to probably use Jim Cornette to try and get some fame uh, their own right. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's an adventure because he said uh, that the, all the tweeting that came out also was perfect timing for him to reopen his store. So he was getting uh, hits and selling out uh, merchandise. I went and bought another shirt. I was going to buy some, some of his action figures, but they're not off the boat yet from China that's lost. So. I'm excited. I have a I have a thank you fuck you buy face mask coming because I'm gonna wear it out in public, just so people stay away from me. And I have a thank you fuck you buy shirt, and I have some DVDs coming. That's at jimcornet.com. Very good. So uh, yeah, if you want, you're a fan of Jim Cornette and like uh, some of the barbs he ends up throwing back at people, or just some of the commentary he uses, maybe not the most politically correct. Uh, which has gotten him into trouble, but you know, bubble wrap society, suck it up, Buttercup. Enjoy the. He, he he was never someone to coddle someone. He hasn't changed, so if you don't mm-hmm. like it, fuck off. So Andrade has tried to get out of his WDE contract. He's engaged to uh, Charlotte Flair, but he's not getting the Charlotte rub uh, at all. And uh, that request was denied. I guess he's got some uh, conflict with uh, 
Bruce Pritchard over promises that Bruce has said for character and storyline. But some people like Booker T are thinking, you know, you'd probably be in a prime spot if your English was better uh, or could uh, communicate better with the office and fans and relate your thoughts on Andrade trying to get out or what he needs to do to get better and stay like he, he was successful on NXT, but I mean, here's the thing. He was great in NXT. He was great with Selena Vega. He's a great wrestler. I know we both know why he wanted this out of his NXT contract. He's looking at that money mark, Tony Khan, and thinking, I can go get me some Tony money. Big, yeah, like real, like stupid money. And then I think WWE is dropping the ball with him. I think he would, him and Aleister Black, they haven't been seen on TV in like five months. Yeah, since the draft. I get it when Andrade had a. Procedure on his shoulder. Fine, keep him off till he's ready. But those two guys are guys that should be stars in the main roster. Um, it has everything to do. Let's get real. It has everything to do with Selena Vega leaving. Well, let's if wife. you're not going, if you're not going to use them because. Uh, Vince doesn't like them or it doesn't see anything in them because uh, I guess uh, Paul Heyman saw stuff in them, but he got uh, released from his raw role. So guys like those are not getting the push. If they were successful in NXT, I'd send them back to NXT and have them work. Why are you paying somebody money to sit at home? And you could use an Aleister Black. Imagine him going back to NXT and Aleister Black with uh, uh, Cross? Yeah, but here's the problem with that. The NXT roster is stacked enough that they are, they have a tough time finding time for everyone. And that's why we're going to get NXT Evolution, or Evolve. Well, <laughs> yeah, my thing is, is I don't know who on the main NXT roster drops down who's not ready that's the one difference between AEW and NXT you get a lot of green on AEW so that's why they needed the 7 hours seven. of yeah Jabra they now. need they need the dark and they need the um elevation show unfortunately WWE doesn't have that that problem right now with their roster where it's so green. So yeah, you could put some of these got men and women down on a lower tier show, but I think they're too good for that. So I mean, there's guys on the main roster that I would rather not see anymore. Um, Otis, I love Chad Gable, but he he's going nowhere. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of Baron Corbin. I think he's become stale. I think the character at one point had a chance. He's a great wrestler. Like he's an adequate wrestler, but he it's stale. Um, he's got sort of that X Pac go away heat. 
My problem is, is other than shave his head, he's been King Corbin and he, I don't know. There's something missing with him. I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, Dominic Mysterio. I don't, he's not ready for the main roster. He's only there because his dad is Rey Mysterio. Unless you're going to, the WWE really, unfortunately, needs to start not bringing back Edges and that. I love Edge, but they've got to look long-term who's the future. Yeah, they haven't been building that. And I find it odd, though. Edge was saying, oh, he's not going to be a part-timer, but we haven't seen him. Yeah, I'm going to guess that might have something to do with quarantining. Could be, yeah. I'm just guessing that either that or he's been down in the Performance Center doing a lot of training, like in-ring. I don't know. I just... Those are the only two guesses I have. Yeah, and speaking of quarantine, uh, NXT apparently had another outbreak because uh, they were building a ring somewhere and people weren't wearing their masks and tests have come back uh, with positives. So I really, even though I have NXT uh, up here, I haven't noticed who's missing fully, but they can stretch out stuff so much that it's not as noticeable at the moment. But The only... The only person I've noticed did. so far is the they just did Cameron Grimes photos. Mm. Obviously photoshopped. Yeah. That's it. So it'd be somebody like him. that. because uh, I think I haven't seen, I didn't start watching right away, but I think LA Knight's supposed to be wrestling tonight. I mean here's the thing. Both companies, AEW and WWE, are in Florida. Where let's get real, COVID, their COVID. governor kind of basically let it everything go. It's just going to be it's inevitable that there's going to be outbreaks. I'm surprised, and I almost will put money on it. McMahon will buy a shit ton of vaccines for his his performers oh, and they will get it before well exactly money's going to talk and he needs to get the vaccines in people's arms look at I don't know if you saw Dana White is having 15,000 people in an indoor arena in ja- Jacksonville I think yep. for a UFC yep. card and my head almost popped off well Toronto Blue Jays and uh uh, the Rangers in Texas, are gonna be, we're going to have a full fucking stadium. stadium. And it's like 42,000 people. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Yep, kind of crazy. Um, well, speaking of people in Texas and stuff like that, uh, and tickets, uh, tickets got delayed for WrestleMania uh, for Raymond J. Steam in uh, Tampa. Uh, they were supposed to go on sale yesterday. But they had to reconfigure some stuff and do protocols. And I thought at one point they were trying to go to uh, 75% capacity at Raymond James Stadium, which would be about 45,000 uh, people. And 
I think the change has had to go back to 30 some odd thousand, but they're going to have to obviously wear masks and stay in their little pods. And uh, Vince might actually put in some cardboard uh, cutouts uh, throughout to fill up the rest of the view, uh, which would be about 20,000. Uh, so that's uh, getting set to be done soon and tickets go on sale. Uh, it'll be nice to see fans back, but I don't know. Uh, super spreaders, if uh, that becomes a super spreader, what they're going to end up doing afterwards. Here's the thing. It, it's it's America. Every time you go AEW, have people go to their shows. WWE have people go to the NXT shows. You're going to have, I, I don't even remember when it is, but I think it's before WrestleMania. UFC is going to have 15,000 people jammed into an arena with no social distancing. The Blue Jays are playing in Texas in and around the beginning of April, and there's going to be like 42,000 people in Texas Ranger Stadium with no, like it's a full house. Yeah, opening day is April 1st. Yeah, and it's, so. they, it's three, I think it's the fourth or the fifth are in Texas. Um, cause that's opening for text. Rangers. It's going to be, a, there's going to be cases everywhere. It, I mean, would I go to WrestleMania this year? No. Next year, would I go? Yeah. I'm not a COVID denier. I also am not, I can't, it's been a year. We, I can't live in fear much more. No, and you have had it, so. Exactly. And not even just that, like I have friends here in Toronto that are like, I have one friend who him and his partner are positive with COVID with no symptoms. At some point, unfortunately, the world's going to start getting back to get normal. And super, super spreader events and stuff are going to be a thing that we're not going to talk about anymore. I think it, it's a little early for 30,000 people at WrestleMania, but I guarantee you they will sell all 30,000 tickets each night easily. Oh, yeah. It won't be hard. And then you'll have all those little uh, uh, indie outlaw shows going on around there. So The yeah, night I, after I WrestleMania won't be the same, though. No, I wish Florida the best of luck. Yeah, because all the foreigners won't be there. Uh, well, not that. Uh, they have that. The night after WrestleMania is always unique, but I, it's going to be very unique this year. It's going to be quiet and yeah. boring. Well, like last year. A um, couple other things. Paul Heyman claimed that uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, celebrities who if they were in their prime, would love to step into the ring with Roman Reigns and even said he had talks with The Rock about uh, that. Do you ever see Roman Rock, even though it was rumored, and definitely not anytime soon, do you see it happening? No. No. They, not a chance. Okay. Uh, Asuka they is back, as we saw on Monday, and uh, she... Looks to be having a little bit more of a mean streak going after uh, Shayna Baszler the way she did. Uh, almost did the curb stomp with uh, her face. I have an update of WrestleMania capacity. They've just announced oh. it. It's going to okay. be 25,000 
uh, fans per night. Sorry, that I just just came up in my feed. That's all good. But anything else in there? Nothing that's important. Everything else is boring about it. It's just twenty five thousand. It's going to be obviously spaced and pods and masks unless you're eating and drinking. I don't see anyone. I don't see. I can't see WWE having any fans that on the floor. Yeah, and that's going to be odd. But I, I think they could do a couple of uh, pods. Like they're going to have to take an example from New Japan because they've had their uh, set up for a long while of how they can space people out and have people closer to the ring and everything. But you're going to have to put up plexiglass, though. When I don't know the Florida rules on, but I'm like I'm just thinking right now. I'm watching NXT and they have the plexiglass around. Yeah. So cages. So is that going to be a thing? I I don't know. All right, sorry. I I do that off on that. No, it's it's all good. Uh, nice to have breaking news in a way. Uh, so as I said, Oscar's back, and uh, she, I guess, got cleared from her concussion. Uh, went after Shayna Baszler, nearly uh, putting her mouth on the. Uh, turnbuckle and like on actually on the ring and uh, doing curb stomp, but got stopped. Uh, there's a lot of challengers for her uh, wanting the title. Is it going to be Charlotte against Oscar one on one? Is Oscar turn heel to set that up, or are we going to see somebody like Oscar, Charlotte, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, uh, Peyton Royce? and whoever else all thrown into a uh, match for the Raw title. I think you're going to find it's going to be either, I'm guessing, a triple threat. It's either going to be a triple threat or a a six-way. And the triple threat, I think, will be Baszler... Flair, Oscar, but if it's a six-way, add fucking Mandy Rose, add Peyton Roy. My problem is, is I know Peyton Royce has that had that impassioned speech on Raw Talk, but she's not fucking on. She's not wrestling. No. So no. I mean, I I would like to see her wrestle. I think she's talented, but I if you're not wrestling, how are you going to get a title shot? And yes, Flair versus Oscar we've seen. I would like to see a mix up of that, but Yeah, a nice change would be uh good to have and help elevate somebody uh from that uh lower women's division to up upper class because, you know, even when Becky uh, returns, she's going to need somebody other than Charlotte and Asuka. But who? who? Bailey Rose isn't a great wrestler, so it's tough to elevate her. Peyton Royce isn't on TV. I think she could be a great wrestler in there, but she's not on TV enough. Shayna. I think Shayna Baszler would fit in that. You got Rhea Ripley coming, which I think 
I would assume that should be any time. I'm watching NXT, and you've got Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez, which are a great women's tag team that could come up. It reminds me very much of Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Yeah, that's a good combination that way, and uh, they could be due for a call-up. And I know, like, you've got to infuse some fresh blood into this, but I don't know on the raw side, other than Baszler and potentially Peyton Royce, if she was to wrestle, who's got enough talent. And and that's not meaning to be disrespectful, but well, they I don't have see Mandy Rose. Rose. Like, I don't see a Mandy Rose and I don't see a, um, Dana Brooke. A Dana, yeah. I just, I, I don't think they're talented. I, I think Mandy Rose could be, but I, Right now, I, I couldn't see it being justified. So It's a hole that they've been uh, put into to not make us think of that. Uh, one, one last thing is Christian has been doing a bunch of uh, interviews all over the place. There's actually going to be an interview with him on uh, Sunday night's main event with uh, Jason Agnew uh, this Sunday. So if you follow uh, his podcast, uh, check that out. But the big question has been why Why did he leave WWE and stuff like that? And he said that he did have talks with WWE after uh, the Royal Rumble uh, match, but he didn't go into any other details and said he wouldn't other than the fact that creative was not, I guess, in a good place for what they might have had for him. And that's one reason why he ended up leaving. And uh, so now he's over in AEW, almost doing a restart of what he did in 2005 when he went to TNA and had to uh, separate himself from the shadow of Edge. Your thoughts? I, I don't like Christian in AEW. I just think it's going to be something that I think we all regret. Um, Christian going to TNA. Christian still had a lot left in the tank. And there was fresh matchups for him there. Um, and in, in AEW, what is he going to do? Take, take on... Kenny Omega and take the one winged angel with a neck that's yeah, like, and he's instantly put into that program with Kenny Omega, and it kind of diminishes anything that AEW should be, and that should be uh, having new talent. But every time you turn around, other than Kenny Omega, who has been a non WD uh, competitor in the title scene. It's all been former WWE guys. And to me, if Christian signed with AEW, take Paul White out. If Christian signs and he's a commentator slash helping out backstage, I'm all for it. I don't see Christian being a game changer in the ring. Not now, 10 years ago, maybe, but not right now. No, like if he goes to take the one winged angel, I'm going to be like, 
one slip, his neck, because it was his neck, right? He had the same issue that Edge and all them had. I, I thought it was or his was back. a concussion. Regardless, a one-winged angel he shouldn't be taking. And he's not someone right now that I'm like, ooh, I'm clamoring to see. It was great to see him at Royal Rumble. I would have loved to see him stay in the WWE where you could use him sparingly and... Do an Edge and Christian reunion. Yeah, and you could have had him doing... Um, an ambassador role. There's lots of things. AEW, we all know, is going to run him out every week and he's going to get old. The Just exact like same with Sting. Sting is now, they had something because even I was shocked when Sting showed up and I thought, oh, fuck. But and then, then they, they used him every week. Yeah. And if he wants, and I get it, you're, I'm sure they're paying him a handsome, but. He's 61 or 62 or whatever. He's on the very downside of his career. Edge has got to be what? In his mid-40s? 47-ish. So he's on the downside. Paul Paul White, for sure, on the downside. So. Well, we got Jericho. He's 50. Yeah, well, well that's just a whole nother shit show. But, I mean, you have... And this is what we talked about, I don't even know, months ago, about the talent they have, the young talent. The MJFs, Jungle Boy, uh, Sammy Guevara, uh, Brian Pillman, um, Griff Garrison. It looks like Bear Country is, if they're not signed, it looks like they're there a lot. Um, who else? We went through a list. Yeah, there's so many young talent that they should be using better and finding a way to get them. Instead, they're throwing them on dark and dark elevation and occasionally in a clusterfuck match like they, uh, that uh, Casino Battle Royal tag team thing. But they're just warm bodies instead of being highlights. Yeah, well, and I'm also looking at I think not just like their tag teams, you have FTR. You've got Proud and Powerful. Getting lost. You've got, in... you've got the Varsity Blondes, which they, I don't know about you, but they remind me of the Hollywood Blondes. Still a little green, but like. For a lot of potential. Yeah. So, I mean. You got Bear Country, who I know me when me and you saw them made an impression. You have two 300-pound-plus guys that move like little guys, and it's impressive. You've got uh, not a big fan, but you could do a Jungle Boy Luchasaurus. They're serviceable as a big, small tag team. You name the tag. They have so much talent, and this is what pisses me off. And they cover it up with bringing in former WWE guys in prominent roles. Yeah, and I wouldn't have a problem. Say Christian came in and was going to mentor Jungle Boy or Darby Allen. Well, not really Darby Allen because he's got Sting. 
But if you were to, if he was coming in to mentor a young guy, that oh yeah, we didn't talk about Ricky Starks, Darby Allen. Yep. There's so many young, quality potential guys they have, and they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. So yeah, we'll uh, save that rant for another day. Um, let's run down the fact that NWA is returning. This Sunday at 4 p.m. on Fight uh, app and wherever else. It's hard to get also uh, old episodes of Power. Got taken off YouTube and put over to uh, the Fight TV app. But the return, or sorry, debut of Chris Adonis, Chris Masters formerly, Chris Adonis uh, debuts at back for the attack. There is also... Jordan Clearwater returning for back to the attack. Try and figure out who all they're going to have because a lot of the people end up leaving the NWA during their shutdown time. Tyrus is going to debut for back for the attack. And they have uh, a four-way match. I don't have that picture at the moment. But other matches that are going to happen that are confirmed is the Pope defending the TV championship against Tom Latimer. There's a number one contenders uh, match for uh, the women's title with the winner going against um, Serena Deeb, but it's Thunder Rosa against Camille. And the NWA 10 pounds of gold is on the line with Nick Aldis defending against Aaron Stevens, who's the uh, one half of the NWA World Tag Team Champions, which I'm trying to remember who is uh, uh, J.R. Cronus. He's taking on Titus or Tyrus uh, at the show. Okay, because I got worried for a moment that unfortunately it was question mark. As no, uh, they're they're dedicating this show. That's why Aaron Stevens got the world title shot to Jose, Josephus. So that's why he got the title shot. I'm like you. I'm worried that. A, uh, a, NWA has been away for so long because of the speak out issue. They've lost so much talent to other promotions. I really don't know what they're going to have. Billy Corgan no, has Corrigan a lot of work on his hands to uh, rebuild, but I guess it's somewhat of a good idea that they're doing it on uh, Sunday and in the afternoon at four o'clock before Fastlane so that. Maybe they'll get people watching that, that it will go over to Fastlane uh, type deal. I don't expect this pay-per-view to be – I haven't looked what the cost is, but I assume it's going to be in that, like, nine ninety nine ish range. Probably. Which, which is fine. You're not going to get a great – it's going to be an okay show. And I'm excited also- for power. Yeah, they announced that Power is uh, back next week. Um, I enjoyed watching Power. I'm just trying to uh, find out if I can uh, see what the price is for the NWA show. Um, while we do, my my only concern with Power is it was live on, or not live, but every Tuesday at six oh five it came on YouTube. Well, since they're on the Fight Net or the Fight app. I don't want to pay for it, and I won't pay for it. I no. mean, I 
I think Nick Aldis should be in a WWE or AEW, but and I really thought at one point recently that they were going to be merging the AEW and NWA. So just checking the app right here. That way. Mm-hmm. $27.99 in Canada for the uh, back for the attack, uh, which they're saying I could buy with $20 uh, fight credit. So that would be uh, $20 in the U.S. Uh, so $19.99 probably for it in the U.S. $27.99 here in Canada on the fight app. Like, this is why... You have to be really a hardcore uh, wrestling fan to uh, get that. Um, unfortunately, I'm that's a hardcore be... NWA, obviously. Not a fucking high holy hell am I spending... 30, oh my sweet mother of Jesus. Did you see who just showed up to N, uh, uh, NXT? Give it a minute, because I know you're on a delay. I'm not sure. I'm seeing uh, Ciampa get his uh, hand raised. Okay, give it a minute. I want to get your reaction to this. Okay, oh, I got a light on. I don't know why I'm on a delay, because... I'm on uh, Start uh, TV Cable and a big X and ah, Walter. He called out Walter. So that means I'm assuming because Walter is talking this week on uh, NXT UK. I'm assuming he's giving up the NXT UK title. He doesn't necessarily have to do that. He might be uh, saying that he's going to uh, defend the title at uh, one of the uh, two nights of uh, Stand and Deliver. They yeah, but all it's NXT, time. And it's they just time for him to be on the main roster, like the main NXT. Yeah, but the problem is he doesn't really want to travel too much. I did meet him. Uh, in summer of 1999, uh, 2019, uh, at the uh, Smash show, I have a picture uh, taken with him. But you know, Jordan Devlin even returned uh, on this show, and he's going to be having uh, the unified uh, cruiserweight title happening. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to uh, when uh, they do uh, take over, stand and deliver. Sorry, uh, I saw it and I was like, my jaw like hit. The- I expected oh, oh, Walter to show up sooner than later. Well, he's held the title for almost two years. Here's the thing. It's time for him to give up that title, come over to the States, and... Um, Get some challenges? Well, it's fresh matchups. You're going to have... Can you imagine Walter versus Karrion Cross? Walter versus uh, Finn Balor, Walter versus Kyle O'Reilly, Walter versus so many opportunities. Yeah. Adam Cole, Walter versus, and I don't expect Walter to stay in NXT long. I expect him to be the, the main roster because uh-huh. he has. Let's get real, world championship 
written all over him. Oh, yeah. He just needs to be willing to stay in North America long enough. That was one reason why he's been on UK for as long as he has. Let's get real. It's all about dollar, dollar, dollars. If Vince McMahon wants you to stay, there's enough dollars to add. So there's a huge surprise that way. Um, Just in time probably for the lights out uh, match happening on AEW uh, soon, depending on how long that one goes. But let's look at uh, this Sunday, uh, the bump in the road of Fastlane. Sunday on the WWE Network, a rematch from the last pay-per-view for no apparent reason. The women's tag team titles are on the line with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending against uh, the number one contender for the SmackDown Championship, Bianca Belair, and the SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. Thoughts? It's going to be a great match because three out of the four can wrestle. One of these things just don't belong. <laughs> Unfortunately, I I kind of agree that it's going to be a decent match, but you know the women's tag titles are not going to go anywhere, and uh, Bianca and Sasha will probably have an eruption, which will lead more fuel to their match at WrestleMania, unless they pull a swerve on us and give them the titles and you have champion versus champion, because we've seen uh, Sean against Austin, and they were tag team champions together. And a few other times that's happened. I don't think that that's switching, but who knows anymore. And a why is this happening match? Shane against Braun. Uh, we saw Shane McMahon dump green slime on Braun on Monday. I don't think this match happens. I think this is setting up for some sort of spot fest in at WrestleMania. Yeah, sadly, like I said, it's more set up stuff for that's going to happen at Mania, which includes this one, an intergender match, supposedly, of Bliss against uh, Orton. Uh, she's been wanting The Fiend to come back. So I don't see this match actually happening. That was my uh, thought on this one. Uh, and uh, The Fiend shows up, and that's where we get Firefly Funhouse 2, except for we see Orton's life in a this-is-your-life manner. I, I, hope it's, I hope The Fiend comes back, but I don't want it to be a Firefly Funhouse 2 because I had I, we saw it the first time, and I don't ever want to see it again. Just a reminder that... Um, this is setting up for WrestleMania, and coming up at, uh, around WrestleMania time, we're going to be launching the uh, just in time for WrestleMania the uh, Scumbags Production League. So uh, we'll be actually doing this where fans will uh, put in their predictions, make their picks, and earn points for a prize at the end of the uh, season. We will announce more things later on, but definitely look out for the Scumbags Prediction League on Facebook, and we'll keep you up to date. Please don't. We're, we're too busy. Please just leave us alone. Please, sir. Please. No, we're going to have fun with the Prediction League. Prizes. Oh. Fun. We were talking. We had a, we I had a good response at Royal Rumble time, so I'm going to keep it going. 
Uh, Fastlane also has Sheamus against uh, Drew McIntyre for no apparent reason because Drew McIntyre has the world title uh, match with Bobby Lashley coming up, and Sheamus has been beat so many times by uh, McIntyre. What do you see happening? Oh, McIntyre's winning, but I assume it sets up some sort of feud for Sheamus for WrestleMania. I can hope so. I assume it's got to spin out for something for Sheamus because he's just been the whipping boy of Drew McIntyre for a while. So I don't know who it would be, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me is it's a spin for Sheamus to go off for something for WrestleMania. Can always hope. Uh, Intercontinental title is on the line with the newly turned heel, uh, uh, true African American uh, Apollo Cruz challenging Big E for the uh, championship. New champ or still champ? No, it's still champ. Is is that's a, from SmackDown, right? Yeah, yeah, it's still champ. Okay, and. Ideally, the main event of the night will be uh, Brian Dana Bryan challenging Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Uh, part that's not in here is that this Friday, Jay Uso and Edge are going to go against each other, and the winner of that is going to be the special enforcer of the match, and ideally it's going to be Edge. So uh, the three of them will be here. New champ, still champ, three-way at WrestleMania, or still the same plans of Roman and Edge? I think that it actually may be a setup a three-way because I'm wondering can Edge do what they I'm wondering if they're having regrets or yeah I can see that in a way and maybe Edge is not as healed up as planned because when he won the Royal Rumble he lasted a long while but and he also was saying to people who were saying oh he's just a part timer and uh, not going to be around and he's like, oh, no, I'm going to be there every week and blah, blah, blah. And he hasn't. Uh, I know you mentioned it could be a COVID uh, issue and stuff like that. And I get that. But if there is any other physical issues, maybe that's why uh, they need to insert Dana Bryan, who had been uh, almost looking to do Bryan and Reigns at WrestleMania. But they're doing it Fastlane instead. So I can see uh, where it could be a three-way as well. With and a new champ me, and Daniel Bryan. I, I think a three-way would be better because you can protect Edge a little more of the, like, neck-wise. Yep. So, yeah, he might be healed, but do you really want to risk it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what WWE's plans are in on the best of times, they'll, they'll announce something, and two days later, it's changed. So, yeah, I, Vince seems to have ADHD lately instead of uh, long term plans. But that's this, gonna be hey, I know you're watching 
uh, NXT, and then we'll move on. Does the ring seem smaller this week? It does look like a, almost like an 18 instead of a 20, but I don't know why they'd have two different sizes of rings when if you're going up to the main roster. Maybe it's just the camera angles. I don't know, it just that. seems small. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, keep moving. Sorry, I was just yeah. thinking that it looks really tiny. and Anything's possible. They are in the performance center, and space is limited. Uh, but, yeah, that is uh, Fastlane that's happening uh, this Sunday on the WD Network, I believe, probably 7 o'clock. Uh, as per usual, it's probably going to be a uh, two, two-and-a-half-hour show. Uh, they've been able to do that lately. And even though more uh, big shows, they've been lesser time, so they're kind of balancing out in a way. But that's happening. We'll be right back, and we're going to re recap the Ontario Indie March Madness Tournament. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network. As you saw, uh, where you can get in touch with us and uh, join us for different shows. But we are going to talk about the Ontario okay. Indie uh March Madness tournament. It's been uh, since March first. Uh, two votes per day at seven a.m. and twelve noon ish, depending on our uh, own personal timing. Today was a or little if bit you forget about it, or if you forget about it, we did have one of those, but we uh, made up for it. We're on. We're on uh, track for everything. Um, so, how have you been enjoying uh, seeing everything go, Stephen? It's been wild. Thank you for, I think, we have, let me look right now. I think we're over, I know we're getting close to 600. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, new uh, people join the uh, podcast, or sorry, the Facebook group. And yeah, we just uh, hit 500 before, just after uh, March started, and we're almost up to 600, so I thank each and every fan that's uh, here. Uh, we hope we're providing good content and you enjoy being a part of this. Uh, definitely send us your feedback on any of the things that are running across the screen. We want to be as fan-friendly as possible. However, let's break down the tournament because round one finished uh, just yesterday. 
So in the north bracket, we had Violet Lee beat Dexter Grimm. Alec Realm uh, lost to Scumbag Gates. Holden Albright beat Ethan Dukes. Sebastian Swab moved past Joey Allen. Warhead beat pretty and lost to Pretty Ricky. Uh, Kevin Blackwood lost to Shiloh. Travis Moore uh, beat Speedball Mike Bailey. And John Greed moved past uh, Stone Rockwell. Do you want to go with the East bracket, Stephen? Yeah, so we had uh, Steve Brown move past Shane Saber. Casey Spinelli beat Rosemary. Lionel Knight beat Allison Kay. Kyle Boone beat Nova. Jay Loon beat uh, Jordan James. Ethan Page beat Sabrina Kyle. Tarek beat Kevin Bennett. And Matt Cash beat Jim Strider. So that uh, sets up uh, the round two, which we're doing right now. And today, you can still vote for Violet Lee against Scumbag Yates and Steve and Brown against Casey Spinelli. Yeah, the rest of this week has Holden Albright against Sebastian Suave. That's going to be uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Friday is going to be Pretty Ricky against Shiloh. And uh, Saturday is going to be Travis Moore against John Greed. Steven? Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, you're going to have Lionel, Lionel Knight versus Kyle Boone. Friday is Jay Loon versus Ethan Page. And Saturday is Tarek versus Matt Cash, which would round out the East first uh, second round. Right. Now looking over at the South bracket, Tyler uh, Arrow beat Tyler Hill in the Battle of Tylers. Josh Alexander uh, upset the two-time champion Tyson Dukes to move on in what would be an amazing main event at any card that you could go see live. Alessandro Del Bruno lost to Daniel Garcia. That would be another match I'd love to see live. Brian White beat Psycho Mike Rollins, and Brian White has quite the contingency uh, backing him. Uh, there are a lot of uh, fans in Sarnia that uh, we thank for uh, being a part of uh, the voting process. The Muscle lost to Gabriel Foreza. CC Moss lost to Von Vertigos, and that's going to set up uh, fight or flight going against each other. Frankie TM lost to Carter Mason, and Wade Allen, the Wanderer, beat Bella Bronx, and that's the South Division. So in the West, we had Jody Threat beat Idris Abraham, Channing Decker beat Joe Coleman, uh, Justin Sane beat Mark Wheeler, who was my pick to win it this year, uh, Space Monkey beat Puff, uh, Antihero SOS Scotty O'Shea beat Rodney Matthews, Alexa Nicole beat Michael Grayson. Beautiful B beat Cody Diener. And Brent Banks beat John Atlas yesterday to round out. Okay, so that means Sunday you're going to see Tyler Arrow against Josh Alexander. Monday will be Daniel Garcia against Brian White. Tuesday will be uh, Gabriel Froiza and Von Vertigo in the Battle of Fight or Flight, as I said, and Thursday will be Carter Mason against Wade Allen the Wanderer. Sunday is Jody Threat Channing Decker. Uh, Monday is Just Insane Space Monkey. Yeah, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday is Antihero SOS. Yeah, see, this is what happens sometimes. Antihero SOS, Scotty O'Shea taking on Alexi Nicole, and 
Tuesday, am I right? This is no, Wednesday will be Bia and uh, Monday, Monday, too. Yeah, Wednesday, Thanks. beautiful B and Brent Banks. This is what happens when you work a full time job and try to figure and you get yourself confused on your days. Yeah, because I screwed up on mine. So, as I said, Sunday is uh, Arrow and Alexander, Monday is Garcia White, Tuesday is Ferrero and Frazero and uh, Vertigo, and Wednesday will be Mason Allen. So, yes, uh, uh, definitely get your votes in. Uh, we have been enjoying this. I have a couple more uh, videos coming our way. Uh, fans have been enjoying that. It didn't intend to be a promo competition, but the uh, talent have gotten involved with this and have uh, been liking it. I'm going to text a few more and uh, see if they want to submit anything uh, this week in time for their second round matchup. It's not mandatory, but it has been fun. Um, yeah, so New School Wrestling is also doing a uh, show on uh, March 28th. I'll uh, post more details about that uh, next week. Uh, you can always catch uh, Hamilton Wrestling Entertainment. They're going to be on Shaw uh, Cable. If you get Shaw, check for times and dates and uh, shows for them. They are going to be doing... Uh, stuff with Battlezone because they now own Battle Arts Academy and are partnered up with uh, Anthony Corelli, the uh, former owner of Battle Arts, and now are just partners together. Uh, so he's still involved that way, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, you can catch a whole bunch of different uh, podcasts with the Ontario Indie uh, Wrestling Podcasting Network, uh, tons of interviews and different podcasts. Uh, viewpoints of the Ontario scene and wrestling in general. And I believe Saturday in Listowel, Hard Knocks uh, Pro, uh, Hard Knocks Wrestling Academy uh, is having an open house uh, on Saturday. So if you want to travel to Listowel, there's another school opening and another place to learn your craft and uh, yeah, great uh, opportunities await. So check that out. And, uh, oh, the other one that I was uh, just thinking of before we get out of here is also Backyard Pro. I mentioned last week they have a GoFundMe, uh, and they're looking to raise about $1,200 to cover expenses because they're filming everything all over the place throughout Ontario uh, just to keep everybody safe and do individual matches. But it costs for the travel and the uh expenses for putting it together that is uh, with von vertigo and friends so check out backyard pro if you want to uh, be a sponsor donate to them great and we'll get some uh, more action out of backyard pro anything you'd like to promote before we get out of here steven uh so this week on slugging with steven featuring uh this week was featuring rip impact um at cwnonline.ca you see the there um it's been a lot of fun i don't know if you read rip Im i remember going to see rip impact i'm not going to say how many years ago but he's been around the independent uh, ontario independence for a long while he's part of uh, hamilton wrestling uh, entertainment i believe as well yeah and i mean i remember going to see him for a the last little while, so I was excited. I've got 
yeah, I've got some interesting ones coming up. So it drops every Tuesday at about six o'clock. Um, and they're all on cwnonline.ca, all the ones all the way back to the first one with uh, Anthony Kingdom um, through Rip Impact every Tuesday. So I think there's, I don't even know how many are up there now. I think I you're about uh, eight or nine weeks. Yeah, it's so it's been, yeah. I don't know how I have a full-time job do slugging, do uh, fantasy warfare, do this podcast, and be a grown adult like cleaning and groceries. And we do it because we love wrestling. Or we're not going to do it. Or I have a sick, sick habit of wanting to stress myself out. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably the same thing here. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully earlier tonight you joined us for uh, Fantasy Warfare Tournament. It's always available on uh, YouTube and Facebook and also our podcast, just like any of our shows, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, be a part of the community. Join us on our uh, Facebook page. And you can also wear some of our merchandise. We are part of Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, backslash scumbags wrestling and we have four uh, designs up there right now the uh, Ontario indie comic uh, tribute one is for charity Stevens wrestling journey any profits from that shirt are going to carry malformation uh, research in Toronto and you can also get our original logo the inspired by superstars wrestling the Raw's war uh, version or the Scumbags Podcast uh, logo on the blue. Amazing shirt uh, when you see it on blue. And it's uh, based off the Survivor Series uh, logo from uh, the 90s. So go to Pro Wrestling Tees, support us, and we'll be able to put up more content and maybe even have better equipment and shows. But you never know. Um, but, yeah, thank you for joining us. And I think on that note, we are... Out of here. Peace.